There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I suppose lots of us associate that particular track with the uh, the movie Forrest Gump. It is the birds with turn, turn, turn. But the words of that, of course, come from the Bible. They come from the book of Ecclesiastes. And in fact, that is also the title, Ecclesiastes, of a Midsummer Festival event. John O'Brien with the superb actress Derv Lacrotti and the Carducci Quartet because John has adapted text from the book of Ecclesiastes for this and it's performed by Derv Lacrotti and the acclaimed Carducci String Quartet and in this Ecclesiastes finds a philosopher who struggles to find meaning in life, exploring the themes of wisdom, despair, balance, justice, death, companionship and hope and ultimately asking, you know, what's the point? And in a way, while this was written during the dark times of the lockdowns when all live music had disappeared, this piece also embraces the black humour of our collective situation. So it's a very dark, very dark, I'm told, but very funny show. And this is getting its premiere at this year's Cork Midsummer Festival for two nights only in Triscoll Arts Centre. So tomorrow, Monday and Tuesday, uh, the 21st on Midsummer Night, at half past eight. So you could catch a bit of the parade if you wanted to also go to Triscoll as well and get the both of them in. Um, I'm a huge fan of John O'Brien's work, so I know that will be uh, something else to think about. Now, you know if you've been singing away with Turn, Turn, Turn there, uh, do you enjoy singing? Would you sing in public? Or do you have a fear of singing in public? Or did you ever experience a failure with all of that? Well, another Midsummer Festival event is called Sing Your Failures. And it's being led by Louise White. And when I was chatting to her on the phone, I suppose I was trying to get to the bottom of where this particular piece comes from and what people can expect if they turn up in Fitzgerald's Park to take part. Louise, I suppose there's a lot of people who thoroughly enjoy singing in public and the spotlight being on them and some people just enjoy singing for themselves in the shower or in the car or whatever. But what is singing your failures all about? So I think it's like exactly what you said there, the idea of singing in your car or singing in your shower. A lot more of us can connect with that than we can with standing up in front of a group of people. You know, like you're, it's always grand when you're singing on your own at home or when you're chopping vegetables and you're singing. But then as soon as somebody comes into the room or as soon as you feel in any way exposed, we hold on to our voice or at least the majority of us do. And that's what we're trying to harness, I suppose, for this. We're trying to see what happens if you come together with a group of people and you see what can you do in an hour in a way that nobody feels exposed. You have a little bit of a sing, you have go crack and like, can we learn a whole song and sing it on the stage by the end of it? 
And the reason I wanted to make it was because I had to learn how to sing for a show that I was in. And I thought, oh, yeah, I like singing, but I feel really shy about it. But like, you know, I'll go to lessons. Mm -hmm. And then I went to lessons and I was so stressed out. I was so stressed out the whole time. It's like I couldn't sing without analysing and being negative about my voice. All right. And then Michelle is such a generous and nice and open and understanding vocal coach. So, you know, I kept like trying to do my homework and kept trying to sing. But actually, you know, I'd be getting red and blotchy and just so stressed out with myself. Because I just was like, this sounds really bad. It doesn't sound good. And da, da, da. And I just realized that I was just so afraid of getting it wrong. And I was comparing my voice to expert voices. And I wasn't just singing for like, this could be as enjoyable as it is in the car when I'm singing to myself, you yeah. know? So then, of course, I started like, I was like, oh, I started crying. And I was like, this thing happened to me when I was 14 in school. And nobody joined in when I was singing. And it was really embarrassing. And then I started to think about these things. And I was like, oh, right. There's actually quite a few life events that have happened to me. Like there was one situation where I had to start the song in assembly. Like each class is in charge of an assembly each week. So I had to sing the song in assembly. And I started to sing and nobody in the whole assembly hall joined in because I sounded so nervous. And I was just like, oh, yeah, that happened to me. And then this happened to me. And then this happened to me. So, like, talking to Michelle about that. So, of course, I started crying in the session and explaining all this to her. And I guess she reassured me that I wasn't alone and that actually this happens to a lot of people. A lot of us are afraid about our singing voice. And kind of once I got past that, then I was able to have more fun or just to be less, like, self-critical in the lessons. And I would not say I'm an expert singer at all by any means now, but I just have managed in some way to sing with less self-consciousness. And I feel like the experience of that was very nourishing. So I was like, can we put that in a show for, can we, can we try and capitalize the fun things? Mm. Like, so nobody would be singing on their own or nobody would be exposed. But it's like, can we talk about what it means to be afraid of failure, which I am obviously always afraid of getting things wrong and always wanted to be good at things. And then can we have a conversation with audience members around that? And can we explore the idea of what it means to fail or to be bad at things or to be mediocre? And can we make something charming out of it, like something fun, something good crack? So many people have what you would just regularly describe as an average voice. But the pressure to be perfect or the pressure to be able to do swoops and slides and uh, trills and drills like uh, Mariah or Beyonce or something like that. And what people see on television and everything like that conveys this unrealistic bass bar that everyone is supposedly able to or should be able to reach before you sing in public. And the thing is, it's a terrible shame that it does stop people from singing or from joining a choir or anything like that, because... It is scientifically proven that regardless of whether it does anything for your sense of failure, singing is good for the body. It's It has so many positive knock-on physical, medical benefits in our bodies. We should all actually be singing every day. And it's a terrible shame and a crime that we have somehow assumed or incorporated lots of these fears and niggles, which mean we only sing in the shower or in the car, and stop when someone else comes near. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, like, actually, as a means of expression, it can be, it's exactly what you're saying, it can be really edifying, it can be really enjoyable. And it's this mode of expression that we connect so much with vulnerability or so much with shame that we, like, that's the reason why we stop ourselves. And actually, when you sing in a group, for example, you can get a lot out of it. So there's, I mean, you know, there's things happening, like there's... um sing-along social that happens at festivals and stuff which people have gone mad for in the last few years and then there's also I'm sure there's stuff like this in Cork as well but there's a thing called casual choir in Dublin where there's like 
you go in, you're given a song, you have two hours in a lecture theatre, 400 people, you learn the song, it's recorded. And I feel like there's a move now towards people just want to do these kind of simple, edifying things, you know, and not just to get involved in a kind of, the idea as well of like a community Mm. experience can be quite edifying. But another thing that I would say about it as well is like, say when I mentioned the word shame there, um, when we have, for example, we've had people in rehearsals, we've had a photographer come in to photograph rehearsals. And because this is a participant show, we've had rehearsal volunteers come in. And it's so interesting how many people have all of these stories of, I remember when this happened, I remember when that happened. And they all make a beeline for Michelle and they're dying to tell her, and this and this. And she's like, this happens in singing lessons all the time. Like we all think I am bad. I can't sing like Adele. It is me. But actually it's all of us. Like the Adele's are like the 1%. There are so many choirs in Cork, but I have never heard of an equivalent of the casual choir that you described in Dublin, which I think is a very interesting proposal to follow through on. But let's come to, so to what's actually happening in Fitzgerald's Park for the Midsummer Festival. People can come along mm-hmm. unticketed and just watch the performance. But if people want to mm-hmm. actually take part, learn the song with Michelle, meet a whole load of people of similar minds, what's going to happen and how can they get involved? So, yeah, there's 20 participants for every show. So, and then the rest can be, as we said, experienced. So they come to the bandstand. We have a workshop shop space kind of designed as part of the set design for them. So that's a private space. They come in and we chat and workshop with them for about 20 minutes. We talk about our failures. I reveal things about my story, about being so afraid to sing and the reason why I was so hard on myself. And then we ask them to talk a little bit about their failures. Now, this all sounds kind of heavy, but it's it's very light touch. It's quite giddy and it's quite, it's, you know, the whole thing is we spend time to develop something that's welcoming and endearing and that we can all kind of chuckle at ourselves, yes. you know. Oh, this is this is a joyful experience. Yes, it's not a therapy session. It's joyful. <laughs> no, no, yeah. or it's like fun therapy. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Play therapy. Yes, no, it is absolutely a joyful experience. It's 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 loads of crack, and it's just the idea of kind of standing up in front of each other and going like, "Oh my god, why do I still think about that thing in junior infants?" What is it? Like, yeah. I'm 42. Why am I thinking of it? Then we um, come onto the bandstand and Michelle is teaching us a song. There's 20 people singing together, so there is no, you have to sing a solo. No one's the exposed. The song is very approachable. No one's exposed. The song yeah. is very approachable and easy. Then we have a backing track that comes on with us. And then there's a couple more secret things, which I don't want to give away. But basically, by the end of the hour, we'll be doing a full-on number, gospel production almost, for the people in the park. Louise, that sounds fantastic. Where can people get involved with it? Is it through the CorkMidsummer.com website? Yeah, so all the details, yeah. So it's all there and um, they can book their tickets. So like I said, one of the shows is already sold out on the Friday, I think. It's 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock and 4 o'clock each day. It's only an hour long. It's probably about 55 minutes long and there's 20 participants for each show. It's great fun. Bring a friend or come on your own. Do you know what I mean? What could happen? This is what I think is like, I said it in the thing, what better way to feel alive than celebrate failure in this kind of moment of abject terror and gas crackness. Gas crackness. I love it. Listen, Louise White, thanks so much. Wishing people all the very best. This is another great programme as part of the Cork Midsummer Festival. And all the details, as you said, are available on the website, corkmidsummer.com. Thanks a million. I just absolutely love it. Uh, Abject terror and... Great crackness. It is basically a crash test singing experience for any group of 20 people. So uh, we're going to wish them all the very best of luck. All you have to do is check it out on the Cork Midsummer Festival website. And it's all going to take place in Fitzgerald's Park next Saturday.
Now, I'll be looking through a couple of more events in the festival later on in the programme. But in the meantime, we've got plenty to keep you entertained. We absolutely do. So back after these. Quartz 96 FM and C103. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes. Straight from our soil to your table. Griffin's Potatoes are simply nutritious and delicious.